Welcome to Trail Mix, where Mary and Jody sort through life's fruits, sweets, and nuts. Mary Tomlinson and Jody Dreyer, who met when their paths crossed as Disney executives, are now advisors, speakers, and authors, and I'm excited to say podcasters. They can't wait to share life stories and experiences, insightful and practical takeaways, encouragement, and you can always count on full-out honesty and lots of laughs along the way. Ready for some Trail Mix? Let's mix it up with Mary and Jody. Mary, I love tradition. I love the looking forward to something because it's known. Mm-hmm. And the more I've thought about it, I looked it up and it's interesting because I'm not the only one. It talks about just holidays in general and that the number one, when people are asked about holidays, what is it that means the most, especially around Thanksgiving time, it comes back to tradition and people use different words but essentially it's you know that we all crave the known it gives us stability comfort you know it's a um now sometimes we like to pepper in new things especially when new people come to the party but it's also a treasure and when i was thinking about trail mix and treasure trash and trail mix what we keep, I thought so much of treasure is really interwoven with traditions. Mm -hmm. So I thought we'd have some fun talking about that today if you're up for a little chat about traditions. Well, it's Thanksgiving week, so I think talking about traditions is very appropriate. I always think about the song from Fiddler on the Roof. Traditions, traditions. You know, the father is talking about the importance of traditions. And when you talk about the value of the known, I think that is part of the anxiety of this year. Because COVID, Mm. there is so much unknown. And so many of the things that we normally do Uh, What we always do, uh, we can't do. Um, But this is still Thanksgiving week. And I think it's important to be thankful and to, yeah, to explore the beauty of traditions, even if we have to do it a little bit differently, differently this year. Couldn't agree more. And I think it is that yearning for the stability and the foundation of things also I think that Thanksgiving, at least in our family and growing up for sure, it was the kickoff to the holiday seasons broadly. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone is really looking forward to that. And we, we have to spend a minute too on a lot of people think that that really starts and more and more it's been starting even before Halloween, uh-huh. which I'm kind of a purist. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm not the, you know, put up Christmas decorations and put out Thanksgiving things in October. Mm-hmm. But they say this year, everyone's really pushing that as early as possible because right. they feel like it will bring in a hope and a start of everything Mm -hmm. just getting better. Absolutely. I looked up, you know, some American traditions uh, as people perceive us around the world. I thought it was interesting. One of them was Americans drive everywhere. We don't use public transportation. I never thought of that as a tradition, but I guess as it associates with us as a country, it is. Um, Another one is 
eating fast food and large portions, supersizing. I thought, boy, that's really sad that that is associated with American traditions, but you see it all the time. And then another one is working way too many hours. Mm. And, you know, I've always heard, you know, the, um, the, the difference between Americans that live to work versus other countries that work to live. And that's a tradition I wish we could uh, change uh, because we are overly hardworking. Um, and then there was this really funny quote, so I, I'll be interested in your feedback on this one, um, from William Shatner, actually, who says, my kids say that if there is a family dinner that doesn't result in somebody crying, it's not a good dinner. They cry because it helps relieve them of a guilt or some onerous emotional burden. It's like a family tradition. And I just thought that was so wild. I do know that, you know, for Thanksgiving, for a lot of people, when you bring together the family, it either becomes, you know, a hotbed of topics and politics and and, and again, everybody's trying so hard that it does end up in tears or everybody can be overly polite and say, all right, well, I'm not going to talk about this and we're not going to talk about that. And I think that's probably been my experience um, with different family dinners. Is I think everybody's trying to be so polite that it's actually a little bit awkward. But it's just interesting to me how different families have different traditions as it relates to family meal. So it, it sounds like you guys aren't... Um, you know, heavily debaters or criers at your at your family meals. No, but I do. Okay, now I'm gonna sound a little twisted, and I know I'm twisting this. I don't want to be total Pollyanna, which I get accused of. You know, glass half full all the time, which turns into sometimes denial, denial, denial. But I think there's something though. Back to we like tradition because it's comfort. And it's what we know. And when you think about family, oftentimes you let your guard down. And I think there's things, especially if it's not the extended, you know, somebody that you see extended family once a year at a holiday, but it's really the nucleus family, that it does get a little more emotional because you let your guard down and everyone is willing to be a little more vulnerable or out there. You don't always put on your best self or have your guard up, which maybe though is a good thing. Like I'd like to think that a family is a safe space that if you need to cry, you can cry because we do feel better if you need to cry and then you cry, you feel better. (laughs) So I like the idea, especially this year, not in a hurtful way to somebody else, but maybe we all can be a little more vulnerable. And like we have certain traditions where we'll do thank you round the table and everybody has to look back at the year and say some unexpected something that you're really thankful for or and do some of those. So maybe during this tough time, it's like, what's something you've really struggled with? And it would be great if we can really share some of those things. Cause I think to a certain extent we're holding them in and that's not a good thing. 
Yeah, yeah, and I think as you talk about the nucleus, uh, the very close family, that that is a, a different dynamic than, as you mentioned, the extended family for Thanksgiving meal and or Christmas meal. And I think my experiences have been more on the extended. Um, again, where everyone is trying to make it nice and <laughs> yeah. peaceful and we're not going to talk about these subjects um, because there is always this um, very high expectation of how wonderful it could be. It's sort of like when I was in high school and, you know, I just dreamed about the day I could go to prom and dreamed about having a date and getting dressed up and it was going to be the most magical evening ever. And it never was. I mean, yeah, I had a date and yeah, I got the dress and, and it was just like, okay. And there was this disappointment because I had expected it to be, you know, a fairy tale. And sometimes the same thing happens with the big meals like Thanksgiving. Um, you know, if, if it's either at our house or we're going to someone else's house, I just dream of this perfect family dinner and children acting absolutely perfect. No one uh, arguing at the table or spilling something. And you know, it, it almost sets you up for ex uh, disappointment because it's not perfect. I mean, mm. Bill and I have had a lot of those dinners and you know when you have littles um they're in a different world they don't really think about it as a big deal um they're gonna act like they always act and um so it, it i think it's just helping prepare ourselves that not only does that dynamic happen but in a year like this where everyone's coming to the table with a bit of anxiety and wishing it were different or wishing it was like prior years I think if we lower our expectations it will probably be better and healthier for all of us right well and when you think about traditions I mean to go the other way some of my best memories are when it was so untraditional I can remember when the first time that I wasn't going to be with family. I was working at Disney. I just started out of college. And so it was going to be a Thanksgiving where I had to work and I had to work really late at night. So a bunch of us said, okay, whenever we get off, we're all going to meet and, and none of us could cook. I mean, we weren't going to cook a big turkey dinner or something at midnight. And uh -huh. so we put turkey franks on the grill <laughs> and we all sat around. I mean, we didn't have, you know, we had paper plates. We had, I'm telling you, Mary, it, it's like one of my favorite mm -hmm. Thanksgiving memories yeah. ever. Yeah. And it was a big potluck. I like families that talk about when they have bigger, I know uh, my relatives on the farm all come together and they end up with, oh my gosh, like 40 and 50 and, you know, large numbers of people. So they do potluck and they mm -hmm, all mm -hmm. circle around the food and different things and people bring new foods. And then there's some that are the tradition. And then my aunt always, you know, does the turkey and the meat and things like that. And so I think that coming together also helps a little bit when everybody brings something and it's not all the pressure on either one nucleus family to 
you know, cook everything or although like in your family, who would cook when you know that Bill would make this fantastic <laughs> dinner? <laughs> I wouldn't set my, speaking of expectations, I wouldn't set myself up to fail in that way, but. No. Well, you brought up food. So that, so here's a, here's an interesting stat on food. Did you know, what do you think the per person, uh, how much it costs per person on average for Thanksgiving? How much do we spend at Thanksgiving per person? Oh my gosh. Okay. I don't know whether to go super high or super low because you're cooking in bulk, but I'm thinking it's high. So let's say, let's say... I don't know, uh, $40. Okay, so this USA Today says we spend $186 per person. Now, no, come on. They say 82% of it's on food. So I don't know what 82% of 186 is, but it's a lot of money. The other uh, 18% is on travel. And then get this here are the top five. This is what we're spending money on, which I would think this year is really true. Do you know what the number one thing we're spending money on for food for Thanksgiving is? Well, I would want to say turkey, but it's probably not so pie. Wine. Oh, but that, no, no, but I didn't know you were counting wine, though, because well, that would drive the price that's up. That's part of the dinner. So number, the top five okay. are wine, uh, the, well, what we spend money on, not not necessarily how much, but we're spending money on wine, gravy, stuffing, pie, and mashed potatoes. And it's but interesting. See, potatoes, turkey... I think you just go buy in bulk, like 20-pound yeah. bags. Right, you know? right. No, One that's of my favorite spending. Thanksgiving, speaking of potatoes, was... Um, we weren't going to have a lot of family in when we lived in California and we were working. We couldn't take a lot of time off. So we just stayed there and we decided, well, we might as well go. And so we volunteered at a, um, with the Salvation Army to do their big Thanksgiving dinner. And our friends, uh, Liz and Dave went with us. And so David and John got assigned peeling the potatoes. There you go. And they were feeding thousands of people. It was hilarious. We went back there. <laughs> they were sweating. They were like lifting these boiled potatoes. They were peeling them. They were at the end of the night, they both just like fell down on the ground. Like we are exhausted. I'll but bet. it was such a great, you know, it was, which is interesting. If you look up, you know, you think of Thanksgiving and gratitude and when you look up the definition of gratitude, it says it's a readiness to show appreciation for and to return the kindness. Mm, and I, I mm. specifically clued in on that word readiness mm -hmm, because I thought, mm -hmm. are we ready mm -hmm. to be grateful? And especially right. this year, it is a little harder. Like yeah. we feel sort of want, want, like everything isn't going you know, as we had expectations in our mind. And so right. how can we really have a readiness, even though this Thanksgiving, you know, you mentioned a lot was spent on travel. You know, I think there's a lot of folks, you know, we've just decided we're going to be here and it's going to be our small little, you know, John and I will be here, we'll be here with mom and we're just going to do our thing. And then we'll hopefully do a uh, Zoom call with everybody right. and all their different Thanksgiving. <laughs> It'll probably be Zoom overload because of that. But yeah. one of the things you mentioned, you know, having some stats and different things, but 
and all the way back where you were talking about how there's topics that can lead to not a great time when you bring a lot Mm -hmm. of people together. And one of the things when we were going to have a Thanksgiving, it was our first Thanksgiving here in South Carolina, and we didn't have a lot of people coming, and it was, um, you know, after the hurricane the one year, and so it was just going to be a little different, and we said anyone that didn't have any place to go, just come over and eat. So some people said yes to us Mm -hmm. that we didn't really know that well, so... I mean, the good news was you're not going to maybe talk about topics that are, you know, you're not going to go there because you don't know them that well, but then you also don't have great conversation starters. So I looked up and I thought, I love trivia. And I thought, well, we'll play Thanksgiving (laughs) trivia. (laughs) But I brought a couple of the um, trivia questions and I'm just going to quickly go through them and tell you the answers because I thought maybe some of our listeners, if they want some conversation starters, they can use trivia and you can just go on and Google Thanksgiving trivia and it'll have a bunch of, but talking about the food. So instead of the price, do you know how many calories (laughs) on average are consumed per person at Thanksgiving dinner? Uh, 2000. Okay, think double, 4,500, 4,500, yikes. And I bet it's mostly like desserts, potatoes, and then since we love sports and part of our Thanksgiving tradition was always, of course, you eat till you're stuffed, which we do have to come back to, why do we eat till we're stuffed? Because it's there and it's so good. No, it's the truth. It's (laughs) And some of the foods, I will make the case that some of the foods you don't get all the time. So it's sort of this, like, you think you're a little squirrel or chipmunk, like you're going to store it away for later or something. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so the first Thanksgiving football game was actually in 1876. Aren't you surprised by yeah, that? That's like amazing. it's so long ago. And then I thought it was interesting since it's a presidential election year, which obviously we don't want to bring any of that up at a Thanksgiving table with people that you're not, you know, comfortable talking politics. Um, but the president that made Thanksgiving a permanent national holiday was Abe Lincoln. Ha! Huh, there you go. Right. But the president that first ordered a national day of celebration was George Washington. Hmm. So there's some little historic trivia. And then um, here was another food one that I thought was kind of fun. How many turkeys are prepared (laughs) for Thanksgiving each year? And this is, of course, an estimate. I have no idea. No, it's great. How many? 46 million. Okay. So our household has decided to um, save a turkey. Um, So my whole family has, um, except for me, I love turkey, um, but the rest of my family decided they'd much rather have prime rib. So I guess we're helping a turkey somewhere. That's a lot of turkeys. Okay. So your family is like willing to buck tradition. Yep. Like you're not, this is what we eat every year. This is what we have to. Well, we have some favorites, um, but over the years, it just kind of moved away from turkey because everybody was like, eh, turkey's okay, but prime rib is great. So it just got to the point where um, let's just do prime rib. And (laughs) I'm like, well, darn. I mean, I'm the only one that likes turkey. So yeah, we've made that shift. Um, 
but yeah, that's a lot of turkeys. And I, yeah, I'm, I'm in the minority here. I, I really do love turkey and there are some traditional favorites that um, we enjoy. But I think over time, we've been just less, um, you know, forceful about it must be this. I guess it's just, you just, in, in our case, we get more relaxed. I know other people are, oh my goodness, no, this is exactly the way you need to do it. Um, which, you know, it's, it's fine too. It just kind of depends on where you are and what it looks like for you. Um, and I think the age kids, because one of the thing is you now have kids that are married. So mm-hmm. you've brought other family traditions in. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, you have very varying combinations of, as we call them, in-laws and outlaws. Right. And so, you know, you incorporate other traditions. Although we found, interestingly enough, with as some of our kids get older, they are the sticklers for tradition. So they'll say to us, oh, we're not doing... And a big one in our family is we grind fresh cranberries. We're not the people that take them out of the can and they Mm -hmm. look like the can. That would be us. Uh Oh, no. Oh, no. I would say our most consistent is we... Because we're like you. We're not huge. We don't love turkey, but we tend to do turkey for Thanksgiving and have turkey. But... um, but always the cranberries. I mean, mm-hmm. even if we, you know, have ham, we have the cranberries and and the ground. We do them in a meat grinder, and the kids get to grind them. And you know, it's a family recipe handed down. And when you're a certain age, it gets turned over to you. <laughs> and so, I mean, it's a thing. It's mm-hmm. a big thing. And the year that we were going to all meet. Um, down in Orlando at Disney, we were working and different things. So it just made sense. And everybody came there and we did a huge, um, it was funny because my uh, younger brother was little at the time and he was still in school and was going to have to be studying. So in his backpack, my mom (laughs) packed around his books or his books around this, the turkey platter And so he had that in his backpack. Mm -hmm. And then in my dad's suitcase, because it was heavy, she put the meat grinder that we did the cranberries with. And those came to Orlando. And and as long as we had those two things, we were good to go. So it's pretty, pretty funny. But the kids, you know, that year we weren't going to do it. And she surprised because everybody said, well, we have to have the cranberries. So she put the grinder (laughs) in there to, to make sure. That's dedication. I know. That's dedication. But on a food, okay, so here was my last one that I thought was interesting that I'm going to ask you how you guys feel about this. So the percentage of Americans that prefer Thanksgiving leftovers Mm -hmm. to the actual Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So the percentage. Yeah. And you are, I I won't even sort of make you guess because you won't even... Like, you can't even imagine. And I think this is true of our family. Like, we get excited the next day. Mm -hmm. Some people eat them cold. Some people warm them up. And it's 80%. (laughs) No, isn't that crazy? That's great. That's really great. Like, 80%, I'd rather heat them up and eat them the next day. Probably going back to we stuff ourselves. Like, we're so stuffed. But um, I want to tell you a quote though, Mary, that was, I wanted to share this. 
I found it. Um, I'm reading this book that a friend recommended that is so fascinating, and it's written by a gentleman, K.A. Smith, and his book is called You Are What You Love. Mm-hmm. And it talks about traditions and the importance of traditions if they're appropriate and used appropriately. And his quote in there is, "Things. it's not just things we do, but what they are doing to us. Hmm. And I thought about traditions and I thought, you know, the tradition of it's when we all come together Mm -hmm. and it's shared memories and it's, you know, those really do something to us. I think they give us a foundation. They change us. They, they make us, um, stronger and you Mm -hmm. feel like you are a part of something. And I think Mm -hmm. that's all healthy, but you can also sort of think of that as a, does a tradition make us stuck in our ways? Or does a tradition, like you were saying, your family has loosened up over the years and mm-hmm. you're, but I can hear in your voice, you're saying that, like, it's a good thing. You can mm-hmm. just enjoy being together more right. and not as focused on, we have to do this and we have to do this. Right. So this year, obviously, our traditions are going to look a little bit different, but we still have so very much to be thankful for. And I think it is important for all of us this week to think about the things we are thankful for this year um, as we all enjoy a unique 2020 uh, Thanksgiving together and with our family. So we wish you the very best Thanksgiving with all the food, maybe mix in a little trail mix, and don't forget the chocolate or the popcorn. We're now on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We hope you'll follow us. Look for Trail Mix Pod with a picture of Trail Mix. And you can now find all our episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. Look for Trail Mix. If you like what you hear, we hope you'll subscribe. It was great to have you. Thanks for listening to Trail Mix, sorting through life's fruits, sweets, and nuts. Keep mixing it up. And remember, life is nuts. So don't forget the chocolate.